Okay, what is this lady Ada? Hey everybody and welcome to Show and Tell. It's me, Lady Ada, your singing engineer. With me is Mr. Lady Ada. It's time for our show and tell, as this lovely sign tells you, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, and so it's our time to see what's up in the community. Uh, we're broadcasting live from the Adafruit headquarters in Manhattan. We have people from around the world showing off their electronics and cosplay and 3D printing and music projects. We're gonna kick off and uh, check in with some Adafruit peeps, and then we'll go and uh, see who else in the community has got stuff going on. Everybody can you mute your mics and we'll call on you. Take two, three minutes off your prize. We'll be out of here at 7.50. Let's start with Katni. Hello. Hello. So over the past month or so, I've been working on designing boards, which I have brought on to uh, show and tell. I've shown um, the routing of those boards in Eagle and I've shown uh, working with the prototypes. Um, however, the first board that I designed has actually gone into production. It is in the store. It is available for purchase. It is VEML 7700. And what's really cool is that it's got my name on the back. If I can get it to focus. Oh, yeah. Nice. So I wanted to show up and show that off because I'm so super excited about this. Yay. I have been More showing it to everyone. Well, now we have it as an Eagle Cat object. So we just like, maybe you can make a board where it's just all like Cat. And he's like, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, it'll be like, yeah, like the flying toasters, except Catneys. That's right. Um, so excited uh, for you to be my new screensaver. And more boards uh, coming as well. This is your yeah. first one. So good work with that one. Thank you. I also wanted to take the time to mention that uh, we are going to be at PyCon 2019 which is May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And every day at the conference, we are going to be hosting an open spaces, which is where we have a room and it'll be, um, geez, I think six of us at this point, uh, all there to guide you through using uh, the brand new um, Adafruit DigiKey Circuit Playground Express, the red special edition one that we have um, sponsored with, uh, with DigiKey for uh, PyCon this year. Um, so we'll be having all kinds of example code um, and help everybody through uh, learning how to use CircuitPython and the new Circuit Playground Express. Yay. Amazing. And we'll have more information on that on the blog. We have post newsletters that go every week and uh, we'll probably be mentioning on the shows all this month leading up to PyCon. Oh, there's even a Shabbat dinner. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, yes. thank you, Katni. And yeah. uh, everybody, if you're wondering, how can I support Katni and her amazing uh, guides and her projects and all the work she does in Discord to help people pick up one of her boards. Board. Yeah, that's how that's we that's how we pay Katni. Right. So she can afford coffee. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. All right. Next okay. up, let's check in with Erin. Hello. Uh, so I have kind of a silly project this week. Um, we've got this uh, partnership going on with. Cartoon Network, and I've been watching lots of cartoons, which is always a lot of fun, um, and I'm watching Steven Universe. So uh, this week I decided to do a Steven Universe cosplay, and I made a, I just launched a guide uh, where I made a Steven Universe t-shirt, which is very sparkly, and uh, I also have, uh, Steven has in his, his belly button a gem that lights up uh, whenever he gets all excited. So I do the same thing, if I get excited, ah, then I start to, <laughs> 
Oracle. So uh, that's it's kind of fun. It's a very silly project. Um, I wore it to my makerspace, and all the teenage boys were like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing!" So that was. was <laughs> um, <laughs> you still got it. That's right. So uh, yeah, so that's my project. I just launched the guide um, yesterday. So it's it's just a silly, fun one, real easy to do, great for kids. So just wanted to let everybody know it's out there. I also use this the sound reaction because it's uh, a little used. Uh, whoa, it's the phone. Uh, it's a little used um, sensor element, but it is true. It's like if you're excited, you yell and it lights up. It's like, of course, the next thing is everyone just starts yelling at your belly button, which is always a really good time at a cosplay convention. Hard to go wrong. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. And of course, uh, check out all of our amazing guys. A lot of guys went live this week and more to come. All right. Next up, let's check in with. JP. Hey, all right. Uh, I have a cool Pi Portal project that I'm working on this week and I'm writing a guide on. Uh, this is the NASA uh, Astronomy Picture of the Day. APOD is a server that uh, NASA has. There's an API where you can go and uh, you can register for free to get an API key. And the, the cool thing about this project is that this is, I think, the first Pi Portal project uh, that I've done that we're doing a guide on that is able to go out, grab an image, and then convert that image on our servers to a bitmap, a BMP file of the proper bit depth and size, and then shoot that image back over to the Pi Portal to store as a BMP cache and then display it. Um, so this one essentially checks every half an hour just so that we don't miss it when the day changes. But once a day, uh, NASA has a new image available. And you can also see on there, there's some text that we're grabbing, which is the date, today's date, as well as the name of the image. This one is called uh, Wisps Surrounding the Horsehead Nebula. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm really excited. That's great. About, um, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about how how and, and, and why we're doing what we're doing with image conversions, but uh, that was something that needed to be solved to make these sorts of projects possible, right? Yeah, this is actually an Adafruit IO service. So we have two services, a time service, which we've used in a bunch of projects, which um, I've talked about. What's really cool is it solves the problem of daylight savings time. So you have a real-time clock on your board. You still have to figure out when does daylight savings time start and stop. And it's always like a total nightmare to deal with yeah. um, because it's like you have to tell people to customize the stuff, whereas our time service is really nice. You just tell it, well, you can just go by IP address and it'll figure out where you live, um, or you can tell it your time zone and it will do all your all your date time, time zone, daylight saving calculations, and always give you the right time. And then likewise, this image service, also it's free with Adafruit IO, which is free, um, is it will take a JPEG, it'll resize it to your screen size, you tell it how big you want it, and it'll convert it from a JPEG, which is a compressed format, into a BMP, which is an uncompressed format. And it's a lot easier for my controls to display uncompressed because they just open the file and they just dump the data to the, you know, the display. They don't have to like do any uncompression stuff, which is always a little bit hairy. Like sometimes you can do it, but you don't have to. And we use the um, onboard storage of the circuit Python board to cache the file. So it downloads it. It only takes like nine seconds to download the full file and display it. It's pretty fast. Great. Yeah. And so for people who are starting to do Pi Portal projects, I recommend go register for Adafruit IO if you haven't already. Get your, it's free, get your username and your key and put those into your secrets file. Uh, because a lot of our projects, our Pi portal uh, or the code.py will go and ask the uh, secrets file for some of that info about your Adafruit IO key and then use it for things like uh, image conversion and time. So that's super helpful. Yeah, uh, if only, if only in a way to like display like photos of cats or something next, that would be entirely yeah. possible. Get on uh, that, JP. <laughs> uh, 
We're on it. Uh, I just wanted to put in a brief plug. I'm going to be going to Miami this weekend to go to Maker Fair Miami, and I'm going to be doing a talk on Sunday. Uh, and I'm going to bring some uh, some projects and props. And one of the ones I think I'm going to be bringing, actually, I, I better just say I'm going to bring because now I've, I've teased it, is my Lucio Blaster. So if people want to come and take a look at the Lucio Blaster and fire it up and make it do sound effects and things like that. Uh, here we go. That's going to be uh, there on display. Uh, and I'm going to be doing a talk about how uh, I believe that sharing is a huge component in leveling up your making skills. So I'm going to talk about some of the stuff I do with Adafruit sharing projects and ways that people can share their projects to uh, sort of raise up the level of everyone, including themselves, because I find it helpful both. Uh, I learn a lot by sharing things, and I also learn a ton from the things that other people share. So that'll be on Sunday, the 7th at uh, Maker Fair Miami. Okay. All right. Epic. All right, next up, let's go to Mike B. Hi, guys. Um, just a little work in progress here. Um, I've got my Pi portal. Uh, this is actually, and it's not the one from my Adabox, but uh, it, it is the purple, nice purple flexi cable that came with Adabox, which makes it ultra easy to uh, uh, show things uh, here on the screen. But uh, what I've done is, um, I've programmed it with the buttons capability. Um, what I'd like to do is that that little game where you have random buttons and you slide them all around and you try to order them in numerical order. So uh, uh, in the time I had today, I've uh, gotten uh, the buttons done and the randomness done and all the underlying data structures. And then um, I've looked at uh, some other code uh, uh, like the clock code and stuff. So uh, what I'll do is I'll look for certain touches and and translate those to moving the buttons to the appropriate place and then doing a check, do you have them lined up or not? So um, it's it's really easy using CircuitPython to, to do some of this. I think uh, if I had to do it in an Arduino, I'd be slogging through like a week worth of coding. I'll have it done in... Uh, basically a couple half days and uh, have a cute little, cute little game here. Sliding tile game. Yeah. Yes. So. I remember I had physical one of those when I was a kid. And I think we all did because, I mean, the, our parents would get them for like a nickel or something. And, you know, everybody would know. just be, you know, it's like go off and play, kid, you know. It's like, okay. 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 Next up, known Pedro. Oh, hey, folks. Yeah, so a lot of uh, been seeing a lot of uh, e-paper, e-ink displays, Lamar. So I thought, uh, hey, why not make a, a, a stand for the feather wing version? So we 3D printed this little stand. Uses these little, uh, yeah, uses these little uh, standoffs to hold it in place. And it's the tricolor version. So what I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna try to update that image. So right uh -oh. now it's blank. Uh oh, live demo. So let's see if we can change. Oh it boy, live demo. Maybe oh. uh, maybe we want something a little bit more personal. Maybe my name. Maybe a um, uh, Twitter handle. We have three different colors to play with, so I don't know. We'll see if it'll work. Maybe. Is it working? Live demo. Live, live demo. demo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll. It'll. Happen. Because it takes a while to update, so it's not like you're like this is not work. Oh hey. There you go. Is it working? Yeah. Hey folks. Oh hey, look, that's my name. N O E. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we put together a little learn guide that has the uh, the CAD files and some example code. So folks can quickly uh, fire up their favorite feather, and of course the feather wing with the two point. And of course, the best thing is 
drag and drop a file compared to many e-ink projects oh, we've yeah. seen. Yeah. Really easy. That's pretty much what I did. And I'm also sporting that lovely programming cable. I, I call it programming cable because it's like my favorite mm -hmm. cable. The reversible micro USB on both sides. So mm -hmm. we're gonna, we're gonna put an order in for more and delete all the other ones we have. Delete and them. then sneak preview of a creepy uh, PT project that we're working on. It's gonna be a simple CPX with a uh, 3D printed holder for the servo on top with magnet on there. How is this working though? Amazing. It's not embedded in there. That's magnet. real water. <laughs> and it's real water, yeah. Water? Take a look at this maybe in a week or two. I know. Right? Huh. I need a guide. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll work on one. Awesome. All right. Thanks, folks. Thanks for sneaky, spooky preview. All right, Scott. Watch out, Festo. Here we go. <laughs> $2 Festo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, Scott. Hello. Stuff going How's on? How's it going? Hey. Uh, I know John Park wants one of these. Um, I've been doing Ooh. this Game Boy cart that runs CircuitPython. And I have a new version, so it doesn't have all the debug wires that the last one I think showed had. And it has these two eighth-inch jacks uh, for MIDI in and out. Uh, so what I've got here is I've just got batteries in it. So this Game Boy is free besides the MIDI plug. And it's I already turned it on. It says Adafruit. I think if it hasn't crashed, it still goes left and right. So that's good. And, and then I've got this big, long cable that's like eighth-inch. And then I've got this adapter that I made because I did the wrong type of eighth-inch MIDI. And then that's to a MIDI cord. And that's going into my keyboard here. And it plays notes or not. If it crashed, <laughs> it's not working. How about we well, come back to you and you can play us out? All right. You want to do that? Let's let's see if it if I just turn it off and back on again, whether it works. It always fixes everything. No. Oh. Oh, there you go. So you're playing MIDI notes on a keyboard, sending it, and it's playing on the Game Boy speaker. Yeah, so Python is Kevin Walters' MIDI library is doing all the MIDI parsing for me. And okay. then I'm telling the Game Boy to play the note as they as they do it. Sweet. Which is pretty neat. And hopefully we'll be able to chain them together and we'll have even more than just one, which would be pretty wild. Can't wait till we have Circuit Python Din Sync. Okay. All right. Let's check in next Let's with TG Techie, Techie then, then Matt, Matt, and then Joey. Joey. All right, TG. Report, please. Yay. No, I saw this. This is a um, really cool keyboard. Uh, thank you. So uh, that is what I'm showing today, mainly the keyboard. Um, and I'm sorry. Can you see? Yeah. yeah. A little hard to demo like this. If anyone has any um, camera suggestions, I'd love some. But it's functioning on a Pi portal with a battery and power boost taped on the back. Um, so I can completely unplug. Nice. So been, uh, working on this for the past three days, um, but it runs on the Pi portal. No um, major changes. Just switching to an SPI mode. And um, this is a open source GUI, and it runs not only on Pi portal but on any M4 board, and uh, supports touch or um, the same exact software with a different driver, not actually driver, of course, um, runs on button inputs. Um, if I don't crash it, oh, no, I just clicked enter. Um, so yeah, um, 
with this, you can enter text, and then you use your own Python to manipulate text after um, someone enters it in the keyboard and clicks done. Right now, it only supports English, but I'm working on a version where you can make your own keyboard for las personas que no hablan inglés y quieren una otra lengua. And, um, okay. Or Klingon. See. Sí. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you have a Pi portal and just want to play around with Python GUI's documentation, a little light, but I do have a website with the documentation as is and a GitHub repo where the master branch should always run on the Pi portal without crashing, and I'll put those up in the Discord. Okay. Right. Thank you so Good much. Good work. Thank you. Great. Cool. All right, next up, Matt. Okay, Matt, you got some hey. old computer. Yeah, I have a VT220. Um, the Cape Cod Maker Fair is coming up on April 27th, and I wanted to make a hands-on, kids-friendly uh, device. <clears throat> so you stand in front of it and center your face in the touchscreen, and it will take your picture and display it in ASCII. Nice. That's <laughs> neat. <laughs> Um, you can print it from a receipt printer. See? All right. This is really good in Fortnite. It's <laughs> print out as well that, that I do too. Oh, cool. And that's it. All right. Outstanding. If you want, um, of course, email support data fruit, we'll send you out a sticker that you can put on the side of that. But if you want, um, for folks to know about this and find you at Maker Fair, uh, drop me into PT Adafruit and we'll do a blog post. Awesome, pick, thanks. You know, take a photo or something so people know where to find you and when they're gonna be able to see this. Take an ASCII photo. I love that the the, the lights are like these old 70s like table lamps. Yeah, it's like a good, <laughs> yeah, a good I, one. My dad there. said would always chop at home first. Yeah. I know, this is totally classic. This is, this is like very, this is like the next uh, steampunk. It's like retro future 60s. Goodwill punk? Goodwill Punk. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Matt. That's right. awesome. Joey. Hello, Joey. Hey, Joey. Hi. Uh, it's first time coming on the show and tell, actually. Um, well, welcome. We're glad you. to have you. That's uh, good. So, uh, kind of a work in progress here. It's a uh, software. Uh, it's a fork of the Adafruit graphics library that uh, supports all of the languages of the world. Wow. It's cool. Using uh, this font called uh, GNU Unifont. So it's this 8 by 8 sometimes 8 by 6 8 by 16, sometimes 16 by 16 uh, bitmap font. It's kind of easier to see on the Pi portal here um, that covers the entire basic multilingual plane. Um, so it won't fit on a microcontroller, but it'll fit on the SPI flash chip on a Feather M0 Express, M4 Express, uh, any of the Express things, Pi portal. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I'll, I can send a link to the GitHub repository because it's all just you know, fork of y'all's library. Um, but yeah, I say it's a work in progress because what I'm really trying to work on is uh, the idea of like a kind of open source DIY e-reader where you could like display any text from any culture in the world. Uh, so this is like a first page of the Odyssey in Greek. Uh, here I got a little M0 Express showing like a page of the Tao Te Ching in Chinese. This is so, so cool. Yeah, uh, it's a really fun project. And again, any any board that has the SPI flash chip, it's just like the Unifont comes out to like 1.8 megabytes. So it like just barely fits uh, on, the, on the chip. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, good work. work. Yeah. Um, you get a sticker. Um, email support at adafruit.com and you have a sticker. And um, email me PT at Adafruit, and I'll do a blog post about that and I'll include that in our next newsletter as well for Python on hardware. Oh, this uh, is actually Arduino. Oh, that's fine. Okay. I, I, I covered all. Well, it's running on a Pi portal. 
And that's yeah, one of the yeah. that's one of the fun things that we can say is like you know you get one thing and you can use it for lots of different things, much like yes. your your. your well, we're doing projects. a lot of multi language stuff in Python, so I think in in Circuit Python, so I'm kind of interested in how other yeah. how would how do you an Arduino that doesn't have like a native UTF-8 support the way Python? Yeah, I, I had to include like a UTF-8 parser that I found uh, open source yeah. and uh, kind of turns that into code points that I use. So yeah. Okay, super neat. Yeah, like Circuit Python's a couple of years old. Arduino is a little bit older. And so we're like, oh, what are the things that we can do? And we got pretty close with PyPortal. You could do a lot of advanced things that are really hard to do in Arduino, but some of the things like fonts and some of the type of text, yeah. we're, we're, st we're still working we on. We do it with, with CircuitPython. It does support, you, know, you, you can use Unicode fonts, but it's, you know, we don't have um, uh, right to left yet, I yeah. think. And it doesn't do um, like ligature text automatically, of course, because you'd have to use an editor to like make your ligatures yeah. and stuff. And in our um, coming soon, we have all of our new e-ink displays, so you'll probably get a kick out of those. Big ones. Okay. All right. Well, email support. You get a sticker. Email PT and I do a blog post, and I'd also like to include that in one of our newsletters. Yeah, and um, if it's a fork of GFX or something, um, submit a pull request if there's or some way for us to add it for other people. I don't know how easy it is or if it, it's a pull rewrite. Not because I kind of killed all uh, graphic font support in my port. Yeah, you have to completely do it. But it's so interesting. I mean, like, let us know. We'll, we'll link people to it. So we'll be like, hey, if you want to just do multi-language support. I, it is something we've been thinking about, like, how to better support fonts in Arduino. Because, yeah, it's like we only have English font support. And, like, some Euro fonts, you know, if it's just simple yeah. accents. Right well, thanks. All right, yeah, thanks thank you. you so much, Joey. Good project. All right, that's it for tonight. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for making us this half an hour of our week every single week. Thank you, TG Techie. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Noah Pedro. Pedro. Thank you, Mike. Mike, Matt, Katney. You John, John. Stormy for today. Thank you, Joey. Thank the horse head nebula. Scott, do you want to try to play us out with your? We can see if it's still working. <laughs> I also yeah. don't play piano, so. <laughs> no, of course not. That's why you have a synthesizer. <laughs> Yeah, it's got like a sequencer in it, but I haven't loaded anything. It's very chiptoony. Yeah, that's yeah. good. All right, we'll see everybody on Ask an Engineer in just a few minutes. And don't forget, we're here every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, next week, we'll still be doing a show and tell, but after the show and tell is John Park with Adabox Unboxing. Hmm. So that is next week. See you later. Bye, folks. Bye-bye.